Well, thank you so much for joining me on The Drive Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sternad, a pastor here in Mobile, Alabama. Excited to have you listen today and pray that God encourages your heart. Well, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on my drive to work uh, today. Uh, I don't know when you're going to listen to this. A lot of a lot of you listen to these, I think, later, um, days or even weeks later, which is fine. Um, there's a lot of them. <laughs> I don't know how many of uh, these podcasts I have, maybe a few hundred by now, but I just, um, God puts things on my heart and I just feel led to share them. And my whole prayer is that I would just encourage um, one person and uh, I, I praise God because I'm blessed to be able to encourage um, hundreds and even thousands of people as I'm looking at the uh, <laughs> at the podcast stats you know how many people listen I'm just uh, I'm just glad I can bring encouragement not from not that the encouragement is coming from me it's coming from the Lord you know from his word and what he says and what the perspective he has and I, I just attempt to relay that and so again I just want to periodically thank you guys so much for listening and um, I hope and I continue to pray that you're encouraged and we've been talking about things <clears throat> excuse me in the context of the world um, and they've kind of been in the negative context because <laughs> I mean we got to be realists as believers of course, right? We're not just to act like everything's fine when, you know, the world is being burned down, right? We we want to be realists, but at the same time, as we're, as we're realists, we, we realize that we can actually be optimists on the foundation of realism because God is good. The reality is God is good. And as things get darker, it gets closer to Him making all things right, making all things new. And so, it's like a mixture of realism and optimism. It's like I feel like that's the Christian life. But when you look at the world, and if we stay focused on the world, we're going to be perpetually pessimistic. And so I do, I do sort of clothe these last few podcasts, this week's podcast, with uh, a tone of negativity, only because we're looking at the things of the world. And today I want to talk about a desperate world. A desperate world. See, people are crying out for change. They're crying out to be heard. They're crying out to be noticed. They're crying out for their cause to come to the surface. They're desperate. There's just a a sort of tone of desperation in our world today, in our society, in our culture. People are desperate. What are they desperate for? A lot of things, but... The flesh cries out, and here's the thing. You know, as, as believers, you know, as Christians, we're not desperate. There's no reason. In other words, there's no reason to be desperate because we have the answer. We have the answer to the, the um, question of what is going to fulfill that void in my heart. We have the answer to that. It's Jesus. It's the Lord. If he's not filling that void in your heart, then you're going to be desperate for other things. You're going to be unfulfilled. You're not going to be satisfied. You're going to be in want where the word clearly tells us 
The Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. There's no reason to. Why? Well, because God's already blessed us. He's already given us all we need. And here's a somewhat of a uh, normalized viewpoint when it comes to blessings. People equate blessings with only material things, stuff, items. When that's not true, that's not even biblical. Oftentimes in the Bible, as we go through these historical stories, we see that the most, you know, the godliest people oftentimes were the ones that had the least amount of material possessions and money and status and anything and power. No one knew about them. But they had faith like crazy. Why? Because they didn't let stuff cloud their vision. They weren't desperate to try to make more money. They weren't trying to accumulate a bunch of stuff. Rather, they were contented. They were fulfilled. They were satisfied because of the Lord. Because He gives us every spiritual blessing. We're blessed because of the spiritual, not because of the material. Now, I'm not saying we despise material things. I'm not saying everyone be a minimalist, sell all that you have. What I'm saying is that material stuff is it's a blessing from God. Every good, perfect gift is from God. But as believers, our blessings are from above. Our blessings are spiritual. God has saved us from death, darkness, and destruction. We're, we're forgiven. For all the junk that we did last week, we're forgiven. God loves us. He actually, which is mind-blowing in itself, in James chapter 1, he sees us as his first fruits. What? Us? God, you see me as your fr- first fruits? What? That's insane. But that's how much the Father loves us that is love that is unconditional love that is love not based on something that we did so amazingly it's it's love from God it's agape love love that doesn't disappoint that doesn't let down love that doesn't end yeah man God is is amazingly loving he is love and so in the form of the world as we look at the world we'll be desperate We'll be in want. We'll be grappling for things to try to bring fulfillment and nothing will work apart from the Lord. Do you believe that today? Do you know that today? Your husband is not going to fulfill your heart, that void in your heart. Your wife is not going to fulfill that void in your heart. Your job is not going to fulfill that void in your heart. Your kids are not going to fulfill that void in your heart. That thing that you want to buy is not going to fulfill that void in your heart. That list that you want to get done, when you get it done, it's not going to fulfill that void in your heart. If you're looking anywhere else other than the Lord to try to fill your desperation, it's not going to be fulfilled. The only thing that can fill that void in your heart, that can fulfill your heart, that can satisfy you, is the Lord. Are you living like that? Or are you living like you just are unfulfilled and have nothing good to say about anything in life? If that's the case, well, probably not focusing on the Lord Jesus at all. The most contented, you know, loving, fulfilled, amazing witness for the for witnesses for the Lord that I've seen over the years are those who say it's just it's all about Him, just Him. That's it. Those are the ones who are going to smile 
and actually have a heightened countenance through the darkest times. Is that you? Is that me? Are we continually acknowledging and knowing that, hey, I'm fulfilled? I'm satisfied because I have the Lord. Nothing else. I don't need anything else. I'm not going to search for my, to fill that desperate void from anything in this world. This world is desperate, it's in despair. But the Lord is the one that fills the heart. Thank God we don't have to expect external worldly situations to fill us. Thank God we don't have to expect for people to fill every need that we have. Not possible. That's just going to lead to letdown. But we get to expect God to fulfill those needs, those desperate cries of our heart. He answers. He fills. He he is our satisfaction. He is good. And so as we look at this world, it is desperate. And that is why we get to share this message of, hey, listen, I know exactly who is going to fill that emptiness within you. Let me tell you about him. And, and I'm not even really talking about unbelievers. Like, even as believers, we remind each other. I mean, that's why oftentimes we get together. One of the reasons is we remind each other and we're reminded, oh, <laughs> this week I've been totally focusing on everything else other than the Lord and I've been miserable. I've been unhappy. I've been unfulfilled. I've been depressed. But then you gather together and you're like, wait a second, I know why now. I know why I've been miserable. I know why I've been depressed. I know why I've been complaining and whining and woe is me. Because I haven't been focusing on the Lord. I've been trying to please people rather than please God. And those people that I'm trying to please aren't pleased. And so I'm miserable because I get down on myself. But listen, you're not trying to please people. You shouldn't be. At all. Put others first? Yes. But we live to please God. And as we do, we're going to bless people. That's the order of things. And, you know, growing up in high school and whatever, I, I I don't know, I guess I was a people pleaser. I just, I got along with all the different groups. There was all, there was different groups in my high school, you know, like, you know, uh, preppies and uh, jocks and stoners and hippies or wannabe hippies, preppies, just all these different groups, right? And some people just hung out with one group. But I had friends in all the different groups, you know, and I was just like, I'm friends with everyone, you know? And, um, and at that time I was a, a people pleaser. I didn't, I hated letting people down. And if I did, I would just feel bad. And that went on for years, you know, pre-Christ. My BC days, right? But then I accepted the Lord. I'm like, wait a second. I have had the whole thing skewed this whole time. I've been trying to please people my whole life. And, you know, you, you always let people down when you try to do that. But I realized, wait a second, now my center of affection, my my focus now is the Lord. And so as I'm following God, I'm living to please Him. And it makes everything, it, it just <laughs> makes life simple in a sense. Because you just live to follow the Lord and you live to please God. Whether people like it or not. Some people will, some people won't. 
Some people be like, stop, stop focusing on God. Focus on me. That's what the carnal mind, that's what the flesh says. Stop focusing on God so much. Focus on me instead. Uh -uh. Instead, it's like, no, no, no. Focus on Jesus first. Please him. Live to please him, not pleasing people. That is fulfilling. To live to please the one who loves us. But this world is desperate. It's crying out. For so many things. And the only thing that will fulfill is the Lord Jesus. Walking with Him. Living to please Him. Living to further His kingdom. Being about His business. You see how life is not about you? Life is not about me. Life is about the Lord. May we find our fulfillment in Him and live like it. God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing day and we'll talk to you next time.